something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bren, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Bren, how are you? I'm great, my elf. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic because I have to confess, very quick <laughs> confession. We didn't even get started hardly. Started we off. Had a breath. <laughs> Go right there. <laughs> but I've been reading so much from our listeners, and I just love them. They are so curious, and they are so wise. They are all that, and... I love that their stories are incredible, thoughtful, and just so insightful. That's why we call this Insider's Insights, number two. Look at you. You're so clever. Yeah. You're so clever. You were so proud of yourself. Because you know, you know, naming episodes is kind of my thing, but you kind of took my thing. But that's fine. You can have You it. asked for we're help. <laughs> I did. I did. That's, that's the truth. So let's go ahead and dive in to some questions. I wish we could answer all of them, but we would be doing this for like 10 hours. So we have to break this up for folks. Okay. I'm actually super curious about this one. You know, I like to pick some of these questions that I also am like, oh, I can't wait to hear what Brenda has to say about it. But this one is from our listener friend, Kate. So hi, Kate. So that's hi, the Kate. greater Kate on Instagram. She's fantastic. So here's what she asks. Is it just me or is there a serious uptick worldwide in the leveling up of energetic slash other side powers? Because I have several lady friends who have been experiencing this. I love this. I love this question so much. And it's really also a statement and a story all woven together. So kudos to her. <laughs> so remember that there are always forces at work in the world. You know, first, let me just say that in Earth School, the game on the collective level is always about balancing. So 
there's Gorbachev and Putin, the accelerated technology, uh, along with the, you know, flashback of farming at our ancestors' level of farming, right? right? There's balancing forces <laughs> that happen. And it's the world's always trying to find its balance. So as Kate's hearing and seeing and experiencing more stories of the magic of the other side weaving their way into the day-to-day lives, into people's consciousness, know that there's also probably a whole nother world where people are living in a state of not believing in it as well. So the other force that's at play here in the greater Kate's world is, of course, the law of attraction, which is, you know, as she's diving into her own intuitive experiences and learning to trust them more, she's bringing more people like her forward in her world. So that's how I think about that. Well, I think that um, there are certainly people that are in that place of disbelief because they also reach out to us. And they do sometimes. And, and why they tune in, I have no idea. It's called <laughs> Insider's Guide to the Other Side. So, of course, we're going to be talking about spirits and ghosts and all that stuff. But, no, they decide to go in there and say really shitty things. But that's fine because that's the world. But it, the, but there's that's actually all of those opinion comments are a great example of the balance. Well, right? and exactly. That's exactly right. And we welcome them, right? We welcome them. You never know. Oh, I you love You never know skeptics. when they hear something. Well, and the other thing I would say is researchers actually call the law of attraction, like they have labeled it the blue car syndrome, right? So if you're shopping for a blue car and you get on the highway, all of a sudden, all you see are the blue cars. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's lots of blue cars out here when you never saw them before. So that's kind of what the researchers call the law of attraction. Just remember that. <laughs> you can call it the law of attraction from a spiritual standpoint or the blue car syndrome if you want to be, it's quote unquote, scientific. <laughs> so does that mean later today when I go out into the real world, I'm going to see a whole bunch of people in a Harley Davidson t-shirt because that's what I have on? Is that my that's, law of attraction? That is quite possible. <laughs> You'll see a lot of motorcycles. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do not drive a motorcycle. I just want to be real clear. I just like their brand. <laughs> I just like their brand. Not I dislike their brand. I just <laughs> like their brand. Nice. So I'm going to slide in another one from Kate because she was totally on fire when she was um, sending us questions. Her topic, and this made me really giggle, was fairies and stuff. <laughs> fairies and stuff. I like it. I like it a lot. Right. Fairies and stuff. Okay. So, you know, stuff can be a very broad category. In fact, it <laughs> encompasses all categories. She could be asking us, you know, about our recommendation for a new car under that stuff. But like, luckily she didn't. So under the fairies part of it, she asked, what are they? And then she asked, should we pay attention to them or guard against them? So I'm going to give you those two, Bren. Fairies and stuff. Should we engage or disengage? <laughs> okay. So right. um, engage or protect? Fairies. Hmm. How what's the best way to? And I don't think fairies? she means the guys at Gay Pride. <laughs> I don't think that's what she meant because I was getting ready to answer that question, and then I realized it's like, oh no, 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 that's no. not meant for me or my people. No. The energy of the fairy realm is very real, and it's a very powerful. And if ever you lose stuff in a very in a closed environment. I have one friend who always blames it on the fairies. <laughs> and she will put an open scissors in the window and tell them. I'm not saying, I'm not recommending this, but this is a story. She puts an open scissors in the window and tells them, bring my stuff back or I'm cutting off your wings. 
<laughs> oh my God, she, I love whoever that is. Will you have her find that damn palm reading book I still can't find? <laughs> no, oh my God. I will, like, you can do it. <laughs> but Put scissors is, on it. That goes, seems a little, it's a little aggro. She goes a little badass on them right out of the gate. I usually just ask for it back. <laughs> she just, so the fairies are real. And remember, just like any energy pattern in the universe, Greater Kate, that you can engage with them in a positive way or a negative way. As you continue to keep your vibe high, you will ensure that you're engaging them in a positive way. But the fairy power is real. Do not underestimate the fairy power. Where they come from? They're from Earth elements. They are. They come from the Earth elements. Very powerful Earth elements. Yes. Aren't elves in the same category as mm-hmm. fairies? fairies and elves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my people. We yeah. bake cookies and trees. <laughs> Yes. That's what we do. The and a, of and according elements. to history, it is, is baking cookies. Uh. <laughs> Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So under the stuff, 
part for her, because mm-hmm. that was the fairies, and then now we have the stuff. She asks about, which I think is related in a way, because it's she's asked about energies, but she asks about gods and goddesses. And then I'm going to add to her question, because I'm going to give examples kind of like the Hindu gods or the Greek gods. Are those real? They are so real. <laughs> They're so real. They are as real as you and me. They have what's considered huge morphic fields. So they are fields that everyone can activate and connect with. They're known all over the planet and, you know, rural, rural places as well as just everywhere. (laughs) And they are very, very real. And as you engage with these huge morphic fields, these beings, these energy patterns, they can amplify your efforts. They can uh, bless you. They're really powerful, right? I work with the goddess Athena. Because she came to me, and I have a class called Athena in Action for corporate women, how to get into action, how to rule, right? The goddess Athena works in the sacred male and the sacred feminine domains, and this is perfect for corporate women. (laughs) And I work with Athena for Athena's Magical Secrets, which is a more spiritually focused course. So, like, this is how one way that I work with one of these quote-unquote and stuff for this question (laughs) and stuff (laughs) and stuff but the important thing is like some people will come to uh, these entities to these beings with a a deferment a worshiping and honoring or even further deferment into how do i obey so you get to pick your avenue of connection and again you always want to keep your vibe high some people will even come that says, uh, you know, and there are all countless movies about this. I'm sure you can talk about this, Julie, that says, you know, I'm going to try and grab the power of the god or the goddess. Like, I'm going to try and do that and, and embody that and steal the sacred scepter or sword or whatever it is <laughs> that they do. We made the Percy Jackson movies. And so those were all about the Greek gods. Yeah, There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So the great stories here. And these beings are real, so those stories work, but they also work in our lives. So in 2008, during the financial crisis, I was very impressed, like impressed by the people who were suddenly living in scarcity, people who wouldn't normally live in scarcity, and suddenly they are consumed, like, I have to shut down, I can't, you know, this is bad, and the whole world's going to, you know, explode. And it was a very scary time. I mean, that was a time of complete contraction financially and just overall in general. And to counter that, I wanted to offer people an experience of abundance and expansion and choosing love. And so I did a workshop at the studio, at the yoga studio where I teach of working with Lakshmi, who is the Hindu goddess of love and abundance and beauty and wisdom and good fortune, like all these things that are counter to scarcity. We did this huge afternoon of teaching and chanting and practicing and journaling. And at the end of this (laughs) afternoon workshop, someone raised her hand and asked, so why would we want to chant this goddess's name? Like, what does that, what does that do for us? <laughs> Basically is what she's asking. <laughs> and I just giggle. And what I reminded her is that these beings, these things we aspire to and are inspired by, are not separate from us. So when, especially in the Hindu term or Sanskrit, or even in the ancient Aramaic, these are vibrational languages. So when we say their name, it literally vibrates our system so that it activates their essence within ourselves. 
And so this is a really powerful and positive way to engage these beings and the energy of them within our own self, which is why chanting is helpful. So that was my answer to her. And so I offer that to Kate in case she is working with those sound-based languages. Okay. And I'm just going to say for the record, since yes. we are recording, yes, that you respond like that. So when I say your name, you inevitably reach out to me. It is the strangest <laughs> thing. I'm like, so you must be some, I don't know, is there, a, is there like a Cincinnati family of goddesses or something that you <laughs> represent? Because every time I'm like, well, Brenda, da, da, Brenda and then boom, there you are. <laughs> I'm texting you but something I, silly. <laughs> <laughs> or text. Right, right. Well, we definitely like GIFs or GIFs or whatever. What is it really called? You should know because you know everything. Like not GIFs in the GIFs. tech world. I know nothing. <laughs> oh, that's true. You don't. Yeah, blind spot. <laughs> so still with the gods and goddesses, just to really, just really quickly before we move on, Suzanne and I love Lord Ganesha. Love. Like we have a six-foot carved statue of him outside. And then I have, of course, a bazillion statues of Lord Ganesha within the house. And I mean, I think I have one here on my desk. I also like wizards, but we're going to, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I do, because I just, I, I, it's weird. I looked over and I saw my wizard. And you know me, I have to always talk when something goes through my head. But Lord Ganesha, <laughs> what I love is he is a remover of obstacles. But there's also another aspect to him, what I love and why I like him all over our home is every day is a new day? Well, he is the keeper of thresholds. And so when you enter the temples in India, you would kiss your hand and then touch the threshold to honor Ganesh because he sits at the threshold, every threshold, whether the temple is for him or not. And so the threshold of the new day is dawn. So you would do your Om Gan Ganapatiye Namaha. You would do that at the, at the dawn. Right, or the, whenever you arise. <laughs> which is not dawn. For which, may not be, which may or may not be dawn. <laughs> no, it is not dawn. It's nowhere near dawn. <laughs> so I think that to the greater Kate's question is, yes, they do exist. They are very oh, real so and they real. are very big. And honor them and say their names. Or have those pictures, like you have statues or mortis. Right. Pictures, statues, all of all of the above. Yes. And I love that you brought up Ganesh because you never really work with Lakshmi without Ganesh because you would want to open that sacred threshold, which is Ganesh, and then bring in the abundance and blessings of Lakshmi. <laughs> so I talk about uh, Ah, there them. you go. <laughs> well, and I have to tell you that it's, and we will eventually talk about past lives and karmic and, you know, how they affect our life and today. But just in terms of past lives, I, the first time I went to India, I think it was probably about 13, 14 years ago. And I was kind of freaked out about traveling that far. I mean, my old job, I was responsible for 101 countries. Like, so I traveled all the time. But India was not a place I had ever been before. The second I got off that airplane, it felt like I was home. <laughs> it was incredible. And I just started just trying to learn everything about, I mean, they have gods and goddesses for like the kitchen sink. It was oh, fantastic. Gosh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, I just loved it. Like, they, so spiritual in their approach and, and how they, not just the whole day, but every aspect within the day is so carefully thought through and they're so precious with it. And plus, you know what? They, they like a good cow. You know, I sat in traffic <laughs> for five hours one time because there was a there cow, was a cow that cow was just standing. There was a cow that was just standing there. And I'm like, yeah. this is, everybody else is getting all frustrated and pissed off. And I'm like, this is magical. Yeah. You would never find this in the United States. 
ever. Are you talking about this in such an honoring and beautiful way about the country that sent us the yoga cult? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, crap. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go ahead and tell you. Every note is 2020. And I said to Suzanne, I can't believe you did this. I said to Suzanne, I'm like, baby, you got, I said, I got to take a yoga class. And I said, and I can't tell Brenda. And... <laughs> Because I call it a cult. Because it is. But I'm going to join your cult. I got to take yoga. I feel like I'm stiff as a board. I know. I'm seriously (laughs) stiff as a board. So I've got to take yoga. But yes, it came from India. But I just want to also honor because you are paying attention to that landing in India and going, what? This is like just leaning in and being drawn in. Most people, I've never been to India, but most people have the exact opposite experience. They land in India and they are completely overwhelmed by the sights, by the sounds, by the smells, by the colors, by the volume. And you're like, I'm all in. I just love that. I love that. That's magical. It honestly, it was such a magical moment in my life because I felt like I was home. Wow. I felt and I loved it in the food. Now, granted, I ate everything vegetarian (laughs) because I was a little afraid of the meat. But it was magical, and I love the people and talking to everyone. And mm-hmm. yeah, and, and and I get. Listen, I know there's the poverty is severe, oh, yes. and I don't love that. But I do love like there was a woman that I worked with. She ran our India operation for the ad agency, and she lived in a three level home. And her grandparents lived on the bottom floor. Her parents yeah. lived on the middle floor, and she lived on the top floor. And I, that is one of the things that I have carried along with me since then about how beautiful that that is, yeah. that they all stay together and they, they figure things out together. They, yeah, let's have to share a home. You yeah. know what it's like to share a home. You must work together when you share a structure. <laughs> so I, I just, I love that about them and, and their culture. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of India. That's I think beautiful. we might have Strayed. three have listeners Strayed. in, yeah. I think I have three listeners in India. No? Oh, do we? <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll get more because of my love of India. <laughs> Thank you, Kate, for the question. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the next question is not from Kate. Um, (laughs) It's a wonderful question, which is how to help loved ones who pass on see the light and transition well. There's so many traditions about how to do that. Many people will have a list. For people in the Catholic tradition, they'll have a list of people that they send out when someone has passed and say, will you say the rosary for 40 days for this person? So that's one way. That's very popular. Of course, sitting Shiva, if you are Jewish, is the tradition uh, where you gather and you tell stories and you cover all the mirrors so the spirit doesn't get confused about which direction to go. <laughs> you know, there's. Um, oh, is that why they do that? You know that mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, because mirrors I have no are, idea. I never knew that. Are their portals? So yeah, and you want the spirit to have a direct line right to the divine, so to re- be reunited. So there are endless traditions. Those are just some that are more popular. (laughs) But what I would remind people is that the doorway to the other side is one way. (laughs) They go across. They oftentimes will sweep through, visit their loved ones on their exit ramp, (laughs) and then they, they cross. And they don't usually get lost, even though Hollywood would have us think very differently about that process. <laughs> you know, hey, easy that. on Hollywood. Take I, it easy, I, lady. Hey, it's great storytelling. It just isn't, doesn't have the benefit of being accurate. <laughs> and sometimes it is. You, sometimes you, sometimes. you can call it a cult, just like, I, I mean, we can have our thing. And like, I can call it yoga, call it, you can call Hollywood a cult, it's totally fine. I'm just telling you, they're great storytelling. But it really is a one-way door. That doesn't mean that you don't have access to spirits the minute they pass. But usually they are occupied with the process that happens for them, the reunion, as well as the recovery and the healing that happens. So it doesn't mean that singing their name, retelling those stories, saying those prayers with holding the vision of that your loved one in your heart as you're doing that won't support their transition because those are all very high vibe activities. And when someone's thinking about you and holding the best of you in their heart, that impacts you in a positive way. And it's the same when they're in the spirit world. So that's what I would offer people to do. What I would add is more intimate advice. So if you're working with someone and you have a loved one that might be in the hospital or might be at home and they are in the process of transitioning over, what I can tell you 
is even if you don't think they can hear you, they can. And anytime, if you're going to fight with a sibling in front of a, a parent that is transitioning, don't. That does not help them in the process. You know, it, it just doesn't. And I think one of the things that you've always told me, and I think you've actually might have mentioned it on a past episode, which is, you know, let them know they can go. Give them permission. Yeah, give them permission. I think that helps them transition well. And certainly, you know, clean up your side of the street with them. Yeah, that's another thing that we've talked about. You know, in fact, you've told the stories about people kind of cleaning up that side of their street. And I think, again, that helps not only them, but it helps you as well. And I will just add a very quick story. And it was, and (laughs) it's about you, Bren. It was so fascinating. I remember the last time that I actually saw my mother alive. I mean, when I say alive, I mean, she was still, things were functioning. I held her hand and I was, of course, sobbing. And in my head, I didn't even say it out loud. In my head, I said, be nice to dad. Have no earthly idea why in the hell I said that. I really don't. It it wasn't like it was premeditated. It just came out was be nice to dad. And they had been divorced since I was five years old. So this was 35 years later, 36 years later when I had said that. When we first met and you were connecting with Mona for Suzanne and Ruben and Jimmy and I, you know, my mom shows up. And one of the first things that she said to you, through you to me, was um, I was nice to your father. I, because Suzanne didn't even know I said that. It was just me. That is it. And I about fell on the floor, mainly because, wait, how'd she know? I mean, that's what it was. Like, <laughs> wait, how did she know that? So when I say to, to everyone that they know what you say, they not only know, they know what you think. So when you want someone to transition, it's like stay in that place of love. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go fight and argue with everybody because that energy is not going to help anybody in the situation. So that's my two cents. It's so beautiful, so helpful. And remember, when you are in those incredibly vulnerable, highly activated emotional states, anything can trigger you. But you have a choice. You can engage and fight with the people in the earth plane who are going to be here a while, which you can settle that later. Or you can stay focused on the purpose that you're gathered, which is to help someone transition and take the time to do the inventory that says, what do I want to thank this person for? How is my life different because of them? And how do I want to honor them in this exact few moments I have left? And then activate that. I mean, that's the biggest thing. When my beloved's family gathered, when his mom was transitioning, I suggested that they sing her out because she loved music. She loved to play piano. She loved to hear music. She went to every concert. Her One of her daughters is a conductor in schools, and she went to every concert that she had. I mean, it was really beautiful. They just loved music. And so they literally sang when the saints come marching in as she took her last breath. It was such that they, so everyone around, and, and my suggestion in, to them was absolutely to honor their mom, but to help the siblings unify, because when you sing together, you are unified vibrationally. And to help the siblings unify from a vibrational standpoint, to let mom know it's okay to let go. Look at your babies are fine. And so, Oh, I love that. They were like Bananarama. They were a band. <laughs> they they all sang. <laughs> they did. If anybody yeah. remembers Bananarama, please tell us on Instagram because <laughs> I'm not sure everybody remembers Bananarama. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> so, 
insane. But, Insanity ensues. But, is, but again, the high vibration, the unification of the siblings, them all coming together. And they, they were really supportive of each other anyhow, but just to get the unification to help the spirit find their way. So these are all really great remembrances of how to take care of your own vibration while showing up at the best, highest vibe to support the loved one who's getting ready to go through that sacred threshold. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do we have time for one more question? We got time for one more. I'm going to pick out my favorite one since I'm asking <laughs> questions. That gives me the power of favorites. Because I do choice. love this next question. <laughs> I do love this next question so much, which is when you are thinking of someone and they call or you run into them, what's going on? <laughs> that happens to me all the time. All and the time. I love it. So it's hit so us, Brenda. Fun. Tell us why. <laughs> Tell us what's going on. So this is the, you like to call it the sender receiver, right? The sender receiver I activation. Do. And it's really operating on the etheric level of the, the first layer of the energy field. So it's a slight blue grid. And think of it as things get pinged across this grid. It just happens in this way. And when you're lining up, and I'm always talking about go into meditation and have a soft focus. When you have that soft focus kind of running all the time in the background, you pick up on those etheric pings. It's like you get text messages from the universe on the etheric level. <laughs> and so it's so fun because it's such great confirmation. Hey, I'm dialed in. I'm paying attention. Yay, I got that one. It's really fun. And, and it's a great remembrance in a really busy, overcommitted, fast-moving world. Like, oh, that's right. The earth is magical. I forget that our school is magical. I forget that. <laughs> and it's these wonderful remembrances to pay attention because there's so much there for us. My experience is oftentimes not only like, hey, I'm thinking about you, or I'll send someone a text that says, you hit my radar screen today. That's usually my, my tagline. You hit my radar screen for people who don't know the earth world is magical. <laughs> They're like, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just a lucky guess. <laughs> so this is such a fun way to play with the universe. And every time you activate on that, or you'll text someone and say, hey, what are you doing today? Or I'm thinking about you today. What's going on? Even if you haven't heard from them in a year or something, it's and you get confirmation back. I was just looking at this picture that we did we took when we were together two years ago or whatever. You know, you get that confirmation. It's like a muscle. It's like a spiritual muscle you're building that gets stronger and stronger. So it's this great feedback system that when you dial in, you get so much more back. So the next one will be that much stronger and on and on and on it goes. That one, I have to say, is one of my most favorite things that I experience. It's so fun. <laughs> it is. It is like a joy. It's like you know, whether it is I'm thinking of someone and then there they are, or it works vice versa, of course. And what I really love is wherever I am, driving, sitting, whatever it may be. And I kind of get this this hit, right? Because I call it a hit. And kind of like a song. It's a hit. That I... <laughs> I might, I, I, you know, I've had times where I'm like, I need to check my email because I think I have something in there that I need to see right now. And lo and behold, I do. And sometimes I know who it's from. Like there have been times when I have said to Suzanne, I go, I bet I have an email from so-and-so. And she's like, what? I said, yeah, we're just kind of testing my little psychic muscles, babe. And I go in there and there's something from a person who I've not heard from in a while. So it is truly one of my most fun things. And it's also such a fun way to you know, reconnect with people. So when, you know, if I'm getting kind of a hit on someone and, and they're not reaching out to me, I'll, like how you said, I'll reach out to them and like, oh my God, I was thinking about you. I miss you. It's just, it's just joy. Yes. It is exactly just absolute joy. 
So good. I will tell our listener, Becca, that uh, she needs to be checking her text and her voicemail and her email more often because it sounds, mm-hmm. although it sounds like she's probably tuned into it, but otherwise she wouldn't ask that question. Trust it. Trust it. Yeah. Have this little party dance with yourself because it's so fun. And remember that earth school is hard when you forget that the world is actually magic. When you forget that you are connected to the other side, when you make space for it, the world gets so much easier and so much more fun. That's why I like wizards. (laughs) Wizards and Ganesh. There you go. Own gum. (laughs) Thanks so much to all our listeners for sending in these great questions. We love hearing from you. Thanks, everybody. Keep them coming. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides, or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.